From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion Disneyland Edition for the week of February 16th, 2012. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by our crack Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Wayne Toygo, and Tony Spatel. In this show, we'll celebrate our first anniversary by sharing some tips from our listeners and giving stuff away. All that plus this week's news on Roundtable Rapid Fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hey. Hi. How was everyone's week? It was a good week. A very productive week this week. Productive week. It was a good weekend. Weekend, okay. That too. That too. Week. Week. Hey man, I got kids with Valentine's parties this week. Oh yeah. I have to make, I don't that? know, you know, I had to make like, oh, I don't know, a bazillion little jello jigglers. So. Yeah, my, my son doesn't know how to cut out hearts, so I had to cut out hearts, like 24 hearts. Okay, what I want to know is when we were kids, Valentine's were just Valentine's. Now they're all, it's like it's um, like Halloween again, and Valentine's include like candies all the time. And if the kid doesn't get something with the candy, they look at the other kid. As, as a teacher, I see this. Where's the candy? Like it used to just be the card. Now it's, okay, my it's son's like in Halloween. Trouble then, he's, like, he's like hand making Valentine's. <laughs> okay, he's like so red, redneck out, redneck Valentine's. Well, no, they, those might work for a couple of special ladies in the class. But okay. the gold diggers are going to want the candy. Wait, wait, wait. Now, his class consists of 18 boys and 7 girls. Oh, what a ratio for those yeah. girls. Yeah, yeah. Well, then in that case, you do have to cut because he's competing against 17 other boys. He, yeah. Yes, I think you're going the right, going the right route. <laughs> uh, anyone have a housekeeping item? <laughs> I don't wow. Think so. Ooh, that no was housekeeping this week. Wow. Um, let, we I'm sure we have something. Oh, I yes, we do have something. Wayne getting me oh, in trouble God. with yeah. I, I think Wayne needs to describe this event that I'm I'm, I'm doing since he got me in tr- got me in the middle of this. Describe. Okay, so I was thinking of something that I should be doing for Leap Day since I was planning on ah, going to the, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, since our, I was going to go to the parks. Our favorite discussion Our new point, fundraiser. And, and, the and, Give Kids the World Challenge. And so I, I was thinking something easy, you know, like, oh, spending 24 hours in the park or maybe riding all the rides. But no. I don't know. It just sounded – it sounded too too easy. Why don't you share with the listeners? And I agree with you, Wayne. After you brought that up, I thought, especially, and I don't, not to bring it back to me, even though I tend to do that, I ran 13.1. The least he could do is do something other than <laughs> just enjoy himself in the park and people give money to charity. So well, yes, eons he, ago, he I did the little uh, muscular dystrophy walk, the 20-mile walk. I did that when I was younger, and I've seen other folks who will have the charity fundraiser afternoon carnival, and you get the parents out there who will spend the time in the dunk tank for an hour or so. And there's always there's always challenges for the fundraiser person himself. So I'm thinking, well, what could we possibly do at Disneyland that would be, let's say, Challenging, and I can't think of a more challenging ride than the Mad Hatter teacups. <sighs> I was so happy it wasn't me. 
I was inspired by that episode of the Dick Van Dyke show when Rob has to stay on microphone for 24 hours straight. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to do 24 hours of teacups. But I will maybe do 12 hours of teacups. That's crazy, man. That is crazy. Well, often because i got to wait in line, so every, you know. As long as well, for those who, for those that haven't read the post, why don't you go ahead and explain the ground rules? All right. So for every two hundred fifty dollars donated to Give Kids the World through the the website I set up, I will do one hour on the teacups in in line and on the teacups, riding the teacup ride repeatedly, up to a maximum of twelve hours. So if we raise three thousand dollars, I will do twelve hours on the Met teacups or the Met teacups. That thirteenth so hour is going to just push you over the edge, really. Yes. After twelve, just well, he gets a barf you, break, like somewhere in the middle there. Yeah, get, well, like five minutes an hour or something like that. To go you to need to but stick heard, out where all the trash cans are in relation oh, to the exit. Um, hurt your training, like that, like a uh, Rocky Three, where the Russian Drago was training. I, I heard that that's your kind of training setup, so you'll be okay. And I really love that reference, by the way. You know, nobody else did. But so let me give you the website. Uh, it is www.tinyurl.com/slash/dizteacups. And if we haven't said, this is for the 24-hour day on February 29th. This is on Leap Day. Oh, oh, and hey, oh, you forgot to the, tell them the special thing about if, how if if you come find me in the park, hand me a twenty-dollar donation for Give Kids the World. You can r- wait in line with me and ride with me and spin the cup. Oh, really? Uh huh. I might. I'll see twenty, <laughs> like a hundred bucks. Cause the thing, I get out of work at like four thirty. I can get one to Disneyland. Cu- one one about, per customer. I just added that rule. <laughs> about, I can get there by like five. I can be in the park at probably like five. Yeah, but he'll now, be done by then. Well, the, no, well, why, maybe so not. No, start, no. I'm going to start. I'm going to start at noon. Oh, okay. So yeah, I think he should have made him do it in the middle of the night, so that way there wouldn't be a line, and he would just have to keep going on it. See, you're making starting it at eight o'clock. No, I think starting like a one in the morning, and then Ooh, it's just constant. Here, <laughs> one in the morning. Then I couldn't do twelve hours if I started at one in the morning. That's true. Math, I understand. I know. <laughs> Noon to midnight, though. I mean, it should be like three to three. Jeez. Oh, I like noon to midnight Maybe just fine. So he can sleep on a bench after he's done? I don't think so. No, I think I'll go ride, ride Small World or something after. Exactly. Did, did you, anybody see that post? It's a brand new post on the boards about that all five existing parks will be open at the same time. Because they're, you know, they're hardly ever open at the same time. So from one from, at Disneyland from one a.m. to three a.m., all five parks will be open. Nice. Wow. Tokyo, Paris, Hong Kong, Florida, and, and California will all be open at the same time. So somebody suggested good. So somebody suggested writing Small World from Aww. one a.m. to three a.m. So are you going to do anything now? See the the thing with your cool fundraiser is mm. what about the middle of the night going on the rides? That's the whole thing I want to do. Oh well, uh, yeah, that's why I'm, that's why I'm ending at midnight so that I can go on the rides. Okay. We're talking about doing a 2 a.m. Dis meet also, so watch the Dis bo- the Disneyland boards for that. 
I think we're talking about meeting at 2 a.m. at the Carnation Plaza Gardens. And because it can be a little challenging with the numbers here, okay, so does this mean 2 a.m. before the 29th, or... Well, it'll like, be. This is where I get confused. Well, they when, open when at, they'll open at they'll open at six a.m. on the 29th and go stay open till six a.m. Okay, so that's two a.m. Okay, it'll be two a.m. Okay, on so. the first, actually. Okay, boom. There we go. I'll try to take the day off if I can. So you can go pass out when you get home. Oh, me? Yeah, you. No, because. I'm just, no. I I just need to support. I just need to support. Give kids the world and Tom. <laughs> And go some to Disneyland at two in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not coming down to see you guys. I love how she says I'm not coming down. Like she's so far away. You're like 45 minutes away. At one in the morning, you're a half hour away. <laughs> two in the morning. <laughs> so leave the, the next. Leave the, leave, the, leave the girls asleep. They won't even know you're gone. Exactly. We have a meeting the next day, so I better. Ooh, that's gonna be fun. Okay. I'll show up late just for that. I'm doing it. I'm going to be up this dead horse long enough? It's not dead. Okay. (laughs) Any other housekeeping? Let's mention chat night, Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. Pacific time. Yep. It's always a fun time. It's that chat link right at the top of your Disboards page. Use Use your regular Disboards login. All right, let's be done with housekeeping. Let's head over to Tony with the news. Okay. A Southern California couple has filed a lawsuit based on their February 2010 Jungle Cruise experience. The plaintiffs claim the ride really was perilous, and the skipper wasn't just daring but recklessly speeding before the boat crashed. (laughs) This is a lawsuit. We should be laughing. Did they encounter piranha, too? I'm... You know, Walt uh, Edward R. Murrow wouldn't allow laughing in the middle of his newscast, so we're, we're going to read it and then at, we can we're laugh. We're not laughing at you. Yeah, you ain't no Edward R. Murrow, baby. Wow. You, wow, she made it sound like she's actually like been with Edward R. Murrow. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> hey, I am older than all of you guys except Wayne. <laughs> I don't know if that was a compliment to anyone. Uh, that that would only be that. two people. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's go back to the news. The allegations are contained in a February 3rd lawsuit filed in Orange County Superior Court by Jeffrey and Maria Lee, who claim they were seriously injured in the accident. The couple noticed the ride operator was driving the boat very fast, the lawsuit states. As the Jungle Cruise ride approached the hippopotamus area of the ride, the boat crashed straight into the island and trees. The crash threw the couples from their seats, they claim. In the seven-page lawsuit... The couple's attorney described the crash as substantial and the negligent cause of injuries that required medical attention. The file does not list specific injuries or medical expenses, however. Disneyland officials bombarded every year with dozens and dozens of personal injury lawsuits haven't yet filed a formal response to these latest allegations. Discuss. Did did the boat jump the guide track? Yeah, the boat jumped the guide track. It did. So it actually did connect with the island. Yeah. But those things are under governors. Yeah, it's like, how fast can they really go? I mean, So I wonder what they're asking for, because I didn't see what they're asking for. If there were no It doesn't list specific injuries or medical expenses. 
They're fishing. It, okay, okay. Fishing for prime. We, got, we actually got an email from our resident legal analyst on on our uh, blog, and uh, he wanted to mention that what drives some of the loss, ridiculous, some of what he called the ridiculous personal injury lawsuits against Disneyland, is a feature of California law that permits lawsuits against Disney and other amusement parks under the theory that the theme park attractions are common carriers. So that limos or buses in the same category yeah. as that? Okay. Yeah. Um, so Disneyland owes it, lawyers can argue that Disneyland owes its guests the utmost care and diligence for their safe carriage and must provide everything necessary for that purpose and must exercise to that end a reasonable degree of skill. And that was Gomez versus Superior Court, 35th California, 4th, 125, et cetera, California, 2005. A wrongful death lawsuit arising out of injuries on Indiana Jones. Interesting enough. Impractical. If anybody terms. thinks that Dis Unplugged Disneyland Edition does not have, like you said, a crack podcast thing, <laughs> did you see what That's Nancy right. just pulled out? That's that was right, awesome. by golly. Thank you, Chad. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, apparently this is very different than in Florida. They can't uh, try that that argument um, line of reasoning in Florida, apparently. Okay. Our next story. The Disneyland Resort recently announced a $5 million gift to Children's Hospital of Orange County for an expansion that will include a Disney-designed lobby. In addition to giving money toward the $560 million expansion, about a dozen Disney employees are designing an interactive lobby that will include characters. Nice. Disney created a lobby last year for Florida Hospital for Children in Orlando. Ties between Disney and Chalk go back before the hospital opened in 1964, while Disney helped with fundraising and served as a founding board member. A Disney illustrator designed the hospital's Chaco the Bear logo. This is just perfect. I know, I have a hard time with that. Chaco the, Chaco the Bear. Bear. Um, but... Well, you know, they I'm have back. Duffy the Bear, there's Chaco the Bear. Oh, no. I'm, I just, uh, my mind is going to places they shouldn't be going. I'm going to Google, this is supposed Google to be a- Chaco the Bear. <laughs> be- okay, we'll hear about, let's talk to Nancy in about an hour now. Um, I'm not done. This is just perfectly aligned, said George Calagridis, president of the Disneyland Resort and a member of the Chalk Board. We love, of course, to entertain children. The majority of our philanthropic efforts are centered on children. The gift from Disney is Chalk's third largest in a $125 million fundraising campaign. I think it's amazing that it's going to be interactive and it's going to include the Disney characters. I think that's cool, especially for those kids that need it. And they do so many cool things like that, so many community things like that. They're definitely active. Our final story, when Disney California Adventure's $1 billion makeover is complete, Disney will have created 2,300 permanent jobs, according to a speech made recently by Tom Staggs, chairman of Walt Disney Parks and Resorts. Staggs gave the keynote speech to about 700 attendees of the annual Orange County Business Council dinner in Irvine. Staggs said Walt Disney Company's parks are in the largest period of expansion in its history, including the $1 billion makeover of Disney California Adventure and the construction of a new resort in Shanghai. The company plans to add 10,000 jobs worldwide, including 7,000 in the United States in 2012. That includes the permanent jobs at California Adventure, mostly in customer service type roles when the final features open, including Cars Land in June. 700 additional jobs are being added elsewhere at the Disneyland Resort, 
including for the recent makeover of the Disneyland Hotel. During California Adventures renovations, about 1,700 construction jobs were needed annually. They obviously generate a whole lot to the economy, Stagg said. Stagg stressed the need to build a strong brand, saying Disney now is working on a project to help customize visitors' travel experiences. In the future, guests will be able to book times to go on rides and reserve show times before they leave their homes. Stags had announced the project last year, but the company has yet to set a launch date for the guest features, often called the Next Generation Experience. Stags has said the project will start in Walt Disney World, then expand to other parks. No. Sorry. I, I, I love how this is all, I about told the job, I told all about the jobs, and then at the end, they throw in the most exciting or exciting slash controversial slash interesting part of the article. Wasn't about the jobs, was the... I'm going to do it all from home and show up. So, can I bring my commentary? Mm, here we go. Okay. <laughs> she is a crack staff reporter. So. Well, you know, okay. <laughs> go ahead, Lois Lane. Now, obviously, if you read our boards and you listen to the Orlando show, you know this is a really controversial issue, and there's been lots of threads on the boards about it. And people definitely have some heated opinions one way or another. We're talking about fast passes. Yes, because as you know, this week the rumors hit hard about. Well, actually, it's not a rumor. Is it a rumor, or is it not a? Rumor? It, it hasn't it, been officially announced by Disney, but cast members have confirmed it. Yes, that very very soon, when you get a fast pass, you must return. During the window, with maybe a little bit of a grace period, it hasn't, you know, none of that's been fully determined. Remember, this is just at Disney World at this point. It's just at Disney World at this point, and I swear to God, it's going to come here. I'm just saying, they're going to, you know, especially now if they're announcing the fact that this next-gen system is going to eventually expand to the other parks. So, my point is this. Frankly, this was probably the most received tip we got for the tip show was about using your fast pass much later in the day, like on your way out or after most of the crowds leave or, or whatever. Collect them. Yeah. Collect them and then do a whole bunch of fast pass rides all at once. People. Please Go stop ahead, acting like you're personally offended that Disney's taking away something that's rightfully yours. It isn't. There's always been a time frame printed on the ticket. They've been really super nice, and yes, Disney has created this problem by never enforcing the rules. But people, don't plan your vacations on using your fast passes later. Get in the habit of not doing it now. And just understand, the biggest complaint I heard on the boards was, well, you know, if I get my fast pass, you know, I get to the fast pass machine and, and the return time is the same time as my, my dining reservations and, or, you know, or it's right immediately, you know, I won't be able to get from the restaurant to the ride. Well, you know what? Don't take the fast pass then. Leave it for someone who's going to need it. That way people aren't sucking up the fast passes. 
Yeah, I think I, the I think the watchword here is just be aware. I mean, we all know that on top of every fast pass clock, there is the current return time. What your fast yep. pass is going to be issued for, so that's well known. That's that's well publicized. Yeah, nobody can we got say a, that it's not. We got a nice little perk going right now, and for now, we can continue to take advantage of that. I take advantage of it. I'm sure most of us take advantage of it, and for at least the short term, we can still do that. But as Nancy says, be aware, this program's coming to an end. They are going to start enforcing that time window for the fast pass. Yep. We need to be aware of that. We need to you know, keep our ears open for when the official announcement comes out and be aware that this is going to be something we're going to lose. Change your not, habits now and you're going to not stress it later on. Not to sound like a goody two-shoes, but for the most part, I'm usually waiting for that window to open so I can go on the ride. I hardly ever use it after the fact, not because I'm a goody two-shoes or anything, just because that's the time on it, and I usually want to get to that ride and and be done with it. I think there's a bigger issue at Disney World with the restaurant reservations, where in Disneyland it's not a big deal at all. Yeah. I mean, I use them late, but I don't stack them. You know what I mean? I don't don't have three Mm -hmm. or four that I'm using late. I'll, I'll use one late. Every once in a while, but I don't like go from ride to ride collecting them along the way. Okay, unrelated but related to fast passes. Since we're talking about fast passes, my son and I have discussed this. Why in Disney World do they have the nice little plastic uh, chute for them to come out so they don't fall on the ground? <laughs> but in Disneyland, they couldn't put the extra dollar to do that, and they're flying you around all it, over them. You know exactly the reason why. Florida rain. It's there as a rain yeah. shield. No, I understand, but come on, I would like it so it's not on the ground. Because then you've got the family. First, you've got the family with eight people in line to all do the fast fest together. First pet peeve. Then they all fall on the ground, and they all got to pick it up. If they have yeah, Uncle little... Charlie has to bend over and show you his hairy plumbers. <laughs> okay, that's, you had to go with Uncle Charlie. Wow. Wow, I wasn't. <laughs> and you know, some, no, I don't want to go there, never mind. Anyways, and I no. And, and no, I've never appreciated those little cardboard cutouts that some people think are absolutely adorable to put on their lawns. Thank God my neighborhood doesn't have those. What are you talking about? You've never seen the cardboard cutouts that some people buy at garden centers that are, it's like grandma and grandpa's butts? No. I didn't until the end, and unfortunately I know what she's talking about. <laughs> Must be a Southern California thing. It isn't. It's actually more of a rural thing. Okay, I'm the most, I'm, Fresno, I'm the most so rural of any of you, and yeah. here in okay, Compton, it's a rural here in Com- they don't have them here in Compton. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, <laughs> Compton, the suburb of Fresno. Yes, right? exactly. Yes, <laughs> very, very, very North Compton. <laughs> and that's the news. <laughs> Tony, so the moral of the story: use those fast passes now while you can. That's right. All right, rapid fire. Let's start with Wayne. All righty. Well, there certainly is a lot of new things going on at Universal Studios Hollywood, and I thought I would bring everyone up to date. Let's start over at Universal City Walk. There's a couple of new things. Stuff is changing at City Walk all the time. Every time I go through there, there are new restaurants, new shops. It's it's very definitely not a static location. And one of the new facilities they've built 
Just off the center of City Walk, they're calling the Five Towers Stage, and this is a state-of-the-art outdoor concert venue where they're not only going to have concerts and free shows and stuff like that, but they're also going to have daytime activities, little contests, little participation things. It's going to be kind of like a gathering stage. It features a 5,000 LED lighting system and a Mm -hmm. dynamic and powerful sound system. Um, the last time I was there, they were finishing up the stage, and it uh, looks pretty cool. I've seen uh, a few events scheduled for there. Should be a nice little, nice little location. CityWalk has over thirty restaurant and fast food locations. Wow. You will never want for lack of finding something to eat at Universal Hollywood CityWalk. That's very the, true. The CityWalk also has over 30 shopping locations, several specialty clubs and night spots. It has a full-featured AMC theater complex with IMAX. There's also the very special iFly facility where you get to jump inside this large tube and fly up in the air, suspended by a column of blowing air. So it's like I live five miles from there, and I didn't know that that was there. So skydiving. I hear indoor, a indoor, challenge coming in, up. Indoor skydiving. Yes. I've actually have kind of wanted to do that. I've Not seen me. it. It looks fun. It definitely looks well, fun. If you wanted to do it, it's no fun to make you do it. There's also Julian's, which is one of those high-energy, high-tech bowling alleys um, that's also part of CityWalk. So CityWalk is almost a destination in itself, and certainly uh, on its own or as a supplement to go into Universal Studios. Now, over at the studios themselves, the big talk is about the Transformers, the Ride 3D, the new attraction that's coming up. It has been described as an immersive, next-generation thrill ride that blurs the line between fiction and reality, fusing high-definition 3D media and flight simulation technology. Based on the Transformers movies that were so popular, the new attraction puts you in the middle of the ultimate war. It sounds really cool. Um, Back in April of last year... They closed, one of my favorites, they closed the backdraft attraction and the special effects stage, both of which were located on the lower lot. This is the venue for the new Transformers, the ride attraction. Now, the special effects stage was relocated up to the upper lot and now occupies the big castle theater, which is located right next to the escalators that lead down to the lower lot. Okay. So that show's still going in effect. The ride vehicles for Transformers the Ride are going to be similar to the Spider-Man ride that's out in uh, Universal Orlando. I am sure they're going to add all the latest new technology and special effects to it, but the word on the streets is that the base mechanism is going to be very similar. There's a lot of online information about the attraction, and it all looks pretty cool, and it is scheduled to open in May of this year. Excellent. Now, over on the Universal Studio Tour, which is the tram ride, comedian Jimmy Fallon is now the new video host of the tour. They no longer have the live tram tour hosts. 
Instead, mm-hmm. they use pre-recorded video presentations, and I agree, it's it's just not as fun as no. it kind of used to be. Mm-hmm. On the positive side, the consistency of the presentation does go up, but the spontaneity goes completely away. So what happens if there's some live filming or something going on, so there's really nobody to, to point it out? You know, I know there is, there is an on tram like a host who I assume can interrupt with whatever and they're looking out, you know, backwards to the uh, guest area on the tram. So there is still that position. They just don't talk and narrate the tour anymore. Okay. Still, the tram tour is one of the best things to do at Universal and I consider it a must do every time I go. On the tour itself, there's a new 13-block, 4-acre area in the historic studio lot. It's the largest set construction project in the studio's history and was built with the consultation of Steven Spielberg. This is all new for the studio tour. I haven't seen it yet, but it sounds really cool. Oh, and by the way... Jaws is still frightening and splashing unsuspecting guests on the Universal Hollywood tram tour. Now, on April 30th, 1912, the Universal Film Manufacturing Company filed its Certificate of Incorporation. That makes this year Universal's 100th anniversary. To celebrate, they are going to have, quote, a new focus on the studio's filmmaking legacy at Universal City, unquote. This is also part of what the new area is down on the Backlot Tour. They also have some special pricing. They're currently running a buy a day, get a second day free promotion. Now, general admission is $77 for adults. When you buy this special pass, your first visit can be made any day from now through December 31st of this year. Your second free day is then valid any time within 30 days of your next visit. So there is some time restraints, but it's fairly liberal. That's no different than the Disney ones that they have for here, too. Universal also offers the very popular front-of-the-line pass. Now, that one goes up to $129. And the most excellent VIP experience, which is a very special private tram tour, access to all the shows and attractions, front-of-the-line, get directly on. I've gone through this, and it really is a fun day. If you've got a special group of people and you really want a special experience, the VIP experience is really fun. It is $249 per person. Universal does have an annual pass. It's a 12-month pass for $144, and that includes free parking. So for, for Southern California locals... That's less than the cost of two daily passes. So I don't see why everybody doesn't just go get a season pass to Universal. All of these things and more information can be found at UniversalStudiosHollywood.com, where you can find this and many more things. All right. Uh, Thank you for that, Wayne. Uh, Amy, how about Tony? 
Oh, Nancy wasn't ready for that. Okay. Well, no, actually, I was gonna throw I was gonna throw a, a comment in on Wayne's. Surprise! That's a surprise. No, no way! Come on. Well, okay. I have a friend that works over at Universal, and the rumors have been floating around that uh, the Amity section will probably be going from them as well. Wouldn't surprise me a bit. And that there's been around for quite a well, while. The Amity section is very near the largest hunk of land. We know, we all know that Harry Potter's going on the lower lot. The, the Wizarding World of Harry, Harry Potter is going on the lower lot. How do we know that? I don't think that's been announced, and I looked there's today some, all over. There's some that's rumors. I'll just predict that. Because they don't have enough point. room on the upper lot to put it. Unless they take away Terminator. Nah. There's something else that's going to go into Terminator. Because <laughs> they've already announced Terminator's gone. They announced that a while back, that Terminator was going, if it isn't gone already. It's not gone already. It hasn't reached the end of his contract. Both it and Waterworld are still active attractions. Oh, and they're, Waterworld's going to go, They're the two too. oldest attractions, and so it's likely that they will go away soon. But I don't think either of those has actually been formally announced that they're... None of them have been formally announced, but according to things that are being passed around Universal's um, employees, is that those are both going. They're they're going to be gone, and that Harry Potter is going to mostly be going on the lower lot because they just still they don't have enough land to put all the Harry Potter stuff. I mean, we've been there, Tom and I, Tom and you and I have all been to Harry Potter. You've seen this the amount of space that the Wizarding World takes up, and if they're going to recreate most of those things, plus maybe one or two of the new things that they're putting into the actual university property and not the Islands of Adventure property. You know, if they're combining all that into one area, Amity's going to need to go. That big giant water tank that they used to say was used in Jim Carrey's Where He Was God, that's probably going to go. And then a couple sound stages. They use that tank for a lot of things, don't they? I think is it's that, still active. Yeah, it, it, the possibility of of something else that's going to go is the um, that big outdoor set from Jurassic Park three, the outdoor of the museum area. That's as you come up around near the um, near the Bates Motel. Interesting. Yeah. So there's some interesting kind of rumor, well, rumors slash factoids that are being passed around through the uh, the people. What did, what did Universal call them? Flunkies? Team members. I think they call them team members. Anyway, just thought I'd throw that out there. Okay. Thank you, Nancy. Uh, was that your rapid fire? No? Okay. Tony, go oh, yeah, ahead. Same thing. Hey, my <laughs> rapid fire, I, if, if you're a big Disney fan... Evie, oh, you nobody, know nobody that listens to this is a Disney fan. Come on. I said a Disney fan of eating. Okay. Sorry. It's like the Anaheim Angels, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Sports reference lost on the audience, I know. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Earl of Sandwich finally is coming to downtown Disney. I'm super excited. I know, Tom, you're not as super hugely as excited. Uh, no, I'm excited. No, no, no. Thunderous okay. applause. No, 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 no. Thank I've you. never eaten at one. I, I didn't enjoy the sandwiches. Uh, let me rephrase that. I wasn't 
I didn't enjoy them as much as you do. However, I am still excited that they're coming because the downtown Disney needs a quick service location. Completely you agree. Up for they that? do need this. This was supposed to be my rapid fire. But Sorry, I'm willing go ahead. to give. Finish up. Okay. I was going to say, you know what? Downtown Disney really does need something that can <laughs> people can afford. Um, no, actually, you know, I thought of another reason why this is yet another vote for Disneyland Hotel. Because who's the closest to getting to getting there? Disneyland Hotel resident resi- residents. Yeah. Oh, that would be so awesome. <laughs> Anyways, um, but um, no, I mean it's it's the closest hotel. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm you excited. You could pick it up walking from the parking garage, depending on which route you want to walk. That's true. Oh, I'm never going to go on tram ever again. And there's, I just okay. I'm so happy about Earl of Sandwich because of the fact that okay, there's one in Vegas which I can go to. Disney World, Disneyland. So I think they're following me. These are my three favorite places. So I'm going to see if they're going to open up one either in my apartment complex or maybe at school, something. If there was an Apple store with the Earl of Sandwich, then I think it'd be time for me to go. But um, and, You would be the homeless person living on their doorstep. Yes, I would be. But even more importantly, I did a Google Maps from my district office, which is where I'm working, to downtown Disney. It says 4.4 miles, 12 minutes. If I get an hour lunch, and if I can like double park and call in early, I might be able to go there for lunch on a school day. Validation for free parking in that one lot, too, in the downtown Disney lot, which is right near it. And it's supposed to start early summer of 2012. My actual one concern is it's going to be so crowded because it will be the only – it will be the best valued item you can get at downtown Disney. You know what, you didn't tell them where it was moving into. Oh, I didn't. You're right. I didn't. The old Compass Bookstore. Well, not not old yet, but yes. Oh, They're sorry. still there. They haven't I meant old, O-L apostrophe. Ah. The old Compass Bookstore. <laughs> you should know that being from rural Fresno. Um, right across uh, from the creepy heads on the ESPN building. Well, it's supposed to, yeah. No, They're my looking con- at me. <laughs> Literally, that is a, I have a concern about that because it's... There's not a lot of cheaper items to eat at Downtown Disney, and I could just see that. I mean, it's already crowded, like in Disney World. Vegas, the one in Vegas is not that crowded. Oh, I remember what I was going to tell you, the reason I wanted this was a rabbit fire. Okay, I think I have a new a new thing I want to do. Okay, In 24 hours, could I eat at all three Earl of Sandwiches? Because I did the rides thing. Well, because I'm thinking there's Vegas. Well, not all three, but there's the one in Vegas. So if you get a long fun? enough layover in Vegas on the way back from Orlando? Well, no, I'm driving to Vegas. So if we do the door, okay, so I get like breakfast at the Disney World one, and then easily you can get to the, the one in Disneyland. It's the Vegas. Oh, no, I can easily do the Vegas because the Vegas one's open 24 hours because it's in a casino. This is a no-brainer. I'm so ready. <laughs> I'm so ready to do this. The Earl of Sandwich trifecta. Yes. Okay. Sorry. See your I'm, next uh, Give Kids a World Challenge. Oh, no, I'll do this feel, for free. I feel some tums coming on. But it's 24 hours. I could eat three sandwiches in 24 hours, no problem. I just, yeah, I was thinking of that as I was running the other day. I could go to all three. I know there's more. There's one in um, Disneyland Paris, and I think there's a couple others, but there's not a lot of them. So I'm excited that they're finally having it. And this is just my excuse to try to make my rapid fire as long as everybody else's. So that's why I'm just going to continue to talk. But you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm so happy for you, Tony. 
Thank you. I'm very, I'm very excited about the. I'm excited with you. I'll go with you. I think they're great. And you know, as someone who's local, it's local enough to eat there. One of the issues whenever I go to Earl's Sandwich, sorry, getting a little personality issue with me, is the the neuroticness, if that's a word, neuroses, of going there and going, well, okay, I'm not going to be able to get back to this Earl of Sandwich, so I'm really stressed over what sandwich I pick. Because I know that, well, do I try? No, I don't want to try new, because if I try new and I'm disappointed, this might be my only Earl of Sandwich for a year. Now... I can actually try all the darn sandwiches and go, so this one didn't hit it out of the park. I'll come back tomorrow and try another one. As a local, that's what I'm actually most excited about. How many, so food, re- how many food reviews will you be doing, Tony? I'll do an Earl of Sandwich. It'll be just a different sandwich each time. <laughs> it's a whole series. A whole, you know. Yes, a series. It'll be a series. And we'll, we'll leather bind it and you can get the special. <laughs> we'll sticky uh, it. Press. Yeah, How many Earl of Sandwiches can he eat in one yeah. sitting? No, wait, no, wait. I see <laughs> that ruins it. scale. I see Tony's number of sandwiches from like one to five. How many Earl of Sandwiches do you give this sandwich, to- Tony? Yes, and then that will be the scale for other foods. Exactly. Give, yeah, the new Carsland restaurants. I give this restaurant four sandwiches out of, out of four Earl of Sandwich sandwiches. There you go. <laughs> that would be very confusing. It's like a meta. Like a like a meta postmodern food review using double. I just wanted to say postmodern, um, and, even though it had no relation to what I was talking about. And to throw out the weird trivia fact about this, you and a is, weird trivia fact? No, is the Earl of Sandwich um, sandwich chain is actually owned by the family of the inventor of inventor. sandwiches, the Earl of Sandwich, the real honest yes. God Earl of Sandwich. They are, they are direct descendants. You know our listeners don't care about any of this. They just want to know well, who, who okay, won the prize at the end of the show. Okay, we have on this coast. For all the folks no. who have never been, who are going, what the heck is They're like, get Earl of Sandwich? They're like, get all this crap. I just want to know who won the trip. Exactly. <laughs> So let's do you some know more, what? Let's do some more rapid hey, hey, hey. so let's do some more rapid fires. So, whoever wins the trip, I'll go to Earl of Sandwich with them. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm just looking for an excuse to go to Earl of Sandwich. Yeah, 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 so like I'll just you, be there. Like if you you're there over excuse. seven days, you'll eventually run into me. <laughs> and then I'll be there. Hey, what's up? Um I did want to say oh, one of the guy with I'm, the sandwich drool hanging off his shirt. Yeah. Not Homer. <laughs> I, I mean I do have some manners, as excited as I am. Um the um, Liz, I'm interested in how La Brea Bakery ends up if they lose some numbers because they have a lot of. I mean, they still have the salads and the soups, and it's. I know it's got to be cheaper than La Brea Bakery. I mean, I it's clear on the other side. Downtown, see a Disney. whole different crowd come into La Brea because of their new expansion. They're going to be expanding yeah. that outdoor area. They're going to be enhancing their menu. Now we're going to bookend Disney Downtown Disney with two great. Quick service type locations. This is the best of both worlds. Yeah, and again, Disneyland hotels right there. So not only do they have, I, I, I still, I don't, I still think they should charge more than the Grand Californian. If you look at where that location is, and then you've got the Tangaroa Terrace and Trader Sam's, and then not that far away, you have Earl of Sandwich. That's the hotel to be at. And I have no affiliation. Adventure Tower, you just make the choice as to which door to go out of the lobby, whether you're going to Trader Sam's or to the Earl. I know. That's why that's Go get your sandwich from Earl and take it to Trader Sam's and get your lost safari. There you go. There you go. Now you're talking. 
Yeah. Can we move on? <laughs> I think so. Wait, wait, really, Nancy? You're going to talk about moving on? <laughs> You're the one that added all the stuff about the team members of Universal and hey. you know, move on. You know why she wants to move I'm on? I'm just saying, I, I'm calling it now, so when we report on it in another year for our second anniversary show, I'm going to be right. <laughs> I was okay. me to edit that section out, guys. Okay. Yeah, when she goes, right. I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah. comfortable. Okay. All right, my turn. Like my prediction on Ghirardelli? Huh? Huh? We're yeah, going to get Ghirardelli. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my turn. Uh, from March 27th to March 29th, Disneyland Resort annual pass holders can take advantage of a special sneak preview of merchandise, food, entertainment, costumes, and guided tours that the Disneyland Resort is going to bring to life this summer. This is all taking place in Stage 17, which is the old millionaire building over at California Adventure. And you'll be able to buy the logo merchandise for Cars Land. And that is going to take place every day, or those three days from 10 to 8 p.m. daily. Um, you don't need to reserve anything. You just show up. And you can get a preview of the merchandise at www.artofdisneyparks.com. And it looks really, really cool. And I think I might drive down just to buy a low and slow car club t-shirt. I have an interesting fact to it. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to throw in a factoid. Sorry, Nancy. I could persist. It. I want to go down there too. Or I didn't hurt your feelings, Nancy, did I? No, no, not at all. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I know I am right. Oh, okay, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> all right. How, how about your real rapid fire now, Nancy? Ooh. Well, what season is it, boys? Uh, winter. Baseball. Black History Month. Right on all accounts. It, 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 it is Black History Month, but that is not a season. But it is time for that classic, overindulging tradition. Super Bowl! Oh, Ah, <laughs> <sighs> If the Super Bowl was during Lent, a lot of people would suffer. <laughs> now... Disneyland, for the first time this year, is actually kind of doing their own sort of Mardi Gras thing by having the New Orleans Bayou Bash. I don't think it's the first time, but okay, go ahead. Well, no, this is the first long-term Bayou Uh, Bash. Okay, gotcha. Because it's not just one weekend. It's not just Mardi Gras Day, Fat Tuesday. It is actually every weekend through March 9th, 10th, and 11th. So... From 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on each weekend, and uh, President's Day long weekend, um, all the way from the 17th through the 21st, our show is going up on the 16th. 16th, woohoo! So, so on President's Week, and it is all the way up from tomorrow, all the way through the 21st. And you will have a great chance to do that. They're going to have some special food and drinks. Woohoo, drinks! Uh, oh, not in Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, not in Disneyland. Uh, they're going to have some special food and drinks, so keep your eye out on the Disney blog for that. They haven't posted them yet, which is kind of silly because it started, it started last weekend, yeah. this last weekend. Yep. But 
Tiana's going to have her Mardi Gras celebration, so I'm hoping that's as good as when they had her do all her performances in New Orleans Square when they, the movie first came out. They, they set up a stage there in front of, in right in front of the Rivers of America. Right, and the stage. band always plays there. Sometimes Tiana's there, sometimes she is. No, no, isn't. no. They they set up a oh. temporary, sta- a new temporary stage oh, right by the water. I- Ooh, I have not uh, actually been over there, so there we go. Now, at the French Market on that stage, the Royal Street Bachelors are actually going to be sharing that with the Jambalaya Jazz Band. And also a traditional New Orleans jazz band will be playing throughout the day doing processions, traditional New Orleans processions. And Tiana and Naveen will be back in the Court of Angels. um, That's a romantic spot. Yep, that's one of our favorite romantic spots. This is where they originally had their first meet and greet, so they'll be back there to help everyone celebrate. So, that's it. Awesome. All right, that is going to do it for Rapid Fire. Now, let's let's talk about Disneyland tips. We For our first anniversary, oh, by the way, congratulations, everyone. Indeed. Yay. I just kind of glossed over that in the beginning, and I'm like, wait. We have endured this for 12 months. And we haven't killed each other? At least no. Mom has actually, killed, and I haven't killed him. And I, I now I like, and now Nancy actually like you. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't, no. I, but she Tony knows. and I have been through a lot together. Yeah, and now I agree with her on everything, and I realize she knows how to pronounce every word that I don't. Except for Tangaroa, she has trouble with, but... Yeah, I keep wanting to call it Tarangoa for some reason. And we're too afraid of you to correct you. (laughs) You're afraid of me. I find it cute. I find it cute. Oh, my. Like like the little girl that can't say her R's, you know? (laughs) Oh, my God, I so cannot troll you. Or like uh, Cindy Brady, who... I I can't speak Spanish well enough to speak... I just can't troll my R's. No, I do not have a Cindy Brady lisp. So anyway, please pop on the show. Anyway, for our first anniversary, we asked you, our listeners, to send in your favorite or best Disneyland tip. And we picked a few out, and we're going to read those. Everybody that we read gets a Diz Unplugged t-shirt. Woohoo! Yay! I think we should add in there, Tom, that... We wish we could read every single one of them because every one I read was really excellent. And we, we are got some great responses. We, we are so excited about the number of responses we got. We it's like what people are listening to. Us? Oh my yes. god! And for the fact that so many people we didn't know at all that we've never met sent us things. How many of you out are out there that we have no clue about? So hi, <laughs> you. And you. Hey everybody! You. Thanks for listening. Uh, and now that I found out that actually there are, we really do have listeners, I think I've got to stop reviewing things because I don't have think I can handle the pressure of people actually listening. <laughs> so Tony said very, this was good, so I'm just going to be very, very vague and very political and say, well, it's good and it's bad. I don't want to. Oh, hurt if you start vague so. booking, I'm going to slap the crap out of you. <laughs> oh dear. See, I told you we like each other now. I like that. I like the fact that she's going to slap me. Um, I bet you do. <laughs> yeah. No, um, no. Uh, yeah, I was blown away at how many emails we got. And as someone who likes to have their inbox clean, I get my district emails and everything. And I went, man, that badge on my iPhone's never had that, that oval shape before. I always try to keep it a circle. 
and there were so many from the uh, the listeners. I was that's exciting, and they were great tips. I can't wait to use them all. And like Wayne said, we can't use them all, but we're going to use quite a few, and everybody gets who we use gets a T-shirt, and everyone who sent in an email gets an entry into a drawing. I have raffle tickets right here with your names on them. Did you hear and the paper flip people? It really was. What? Oh, he yeah. sent me a picture of the he sent me a picture of the box of raffle tickets earlier. And we're giving away a two night stay at the Grand Californian. And I can't win. Yeah. I know. I know. That's because your tips aren't good enough. That's probably true. Uh, <laughs> wow. Lord have mercy, this is going to be a long show, guys. <laughs> right. so now let's we just... know what to look forward to for next year. Yes. So let's, let's just go around the table and read some of our favorites. Let's go counterclockwise. Like, <laughs> how do you know what's counterclockwise? Just, no, that's legitimate <laughs> geographically counterclockwise. I buy that. But we're all in a, but we're all in a line. <laughs> we got our... <laughs> that's only on Skype. <laughs> Okay. No, no, oh, no, no. Like no. up the coast. Yeah. South to north. There you um, go. Yeah. Okay, let's go south to north, Tony. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> like how he does that? <laughs> yeah, did you like that? I tried to get my second first. Okay. Alphabet, alphabetical I'm, order wouldn't work. Reverse alphabetical order no, wouldn't work. Yeah. No, it wouldn't. Um, okay, this one comes from Ron Apodaca, a.k.a. Mortimer Mouse. And I loved this one, and I was disappointed. Every tip I got, I went, I should have known that, but that's what makes them great tips. Is even though I go all the time, I didn't know this. Here's a little known tip that is fun, Ron says. As you enter the queue for the Mark Twain, ask to pilot the ship. I did not know this. I'm more disappointed I didn't know this. See, I knew Nancy was going <laughs> to scold me for not knowing this. They will allow up to four guests to go to the very top and steer the ship and sound the horn. Oh, Mark Twain. Steer the ship and sound the horn at four different times as it makes its journey around the rivers of America. After the round trip, you will sign a guest book, and your child will be provided with a pilot certificate. My son's very first ride when he was, like, I don't know, months old was the Mark Twain. And I'm like, oh, that would have been cool to have him up there and sign. Not sign, but he's very advanced, but not that advanced. So I didn't know that. That's really cool. And the fact that you get a pilot certificate and you get your name in a book. Mm-hmm. And they save those Every single book with every single signature is saved. That's I might go to tomorrow and try it myself. <laughs> You're not does, it have to be, does it have to be kids? No. Okay. Just ask the um ask the uh, cast member at the entrance in the little um porter's uniform if they so, if they've actually, chosen anybody yet. I'm more disappointed I didn't know this. And it's it's really at the tra- it's at the discretion of whoever's up top. So even if yeah. they say even if they say yes, the guy whoever. Well, they say to. they usually say they have to talk to the person up top. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know it was as available. I had heard it, but I thought it was like yeah, once a year we let someone up there. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm with you, me. Tony. I am so doing this. Okay. How many we'll people can we fit up there? Well, all hey, four of there's us. four of us. There you go. Next, next trip, we're all four together. We're piloting. Yeah. So thank you, Ron, a.k.a. Mortimer Mouse. I've We've met Mortimer Mouse, haven't we? He was at, he was at our last uh, meet a couple times ago. 
our last meet a couple of times ago? It's not our last meet, or two meets ago when we when we met at okay. La Brea Bakery. Okay. Well, thank you, Ron. Hey, Ron. It's a big tip. All right, okay. we're going north up to Burbank, Nancy. Okay. So we are in Burbank. Mine comes from Sarah in Eugene, Oregon, or otherwise known as Limace. Or Limace, L-I-M-A-C-E on the boards. She says it's French for slug, which is an Oregon thing. And she says, here are some of my favorite tips. With my kids, I've learned it's especially important to keep a good dose of protein in their system or else they'll completely crash. The best way for, the best way for us to do that is buy a couple of the barbecued turkey legs. It's enough of a substantial Ew. snack for our family of five. The kids all like them. I think my younger ones especially love being able to eat like little cavemen. <laughs> they are inexpensive, relatively healthy, and are something unique to the park, which makes them seem like a treat. I always bring things like string cheese, but that's not nearly as special. Also, well in advance of the trip, sign up for Groupon for Orange County. It may not have anything come up that you want, but hey, it's free. And you might get a screaming deal on a meal or vacation activity. Another one, um, she had a couple tips, so there we go. I'm going to do the last two. Now, I think the only reason you picked hers is because she had multiple tips. Well, no, she has really good ones. No, I know. She has really good ones. (laughs) And she, she, I'll I'll summary the next one. If your young child likes the tiki room, it can be a great place to hang out and get a sit-down break. She says her 17-month-old loved it. And I can tell you, though, there's an age where they start to be scared of the, the, the lightning and thunder and the loud tiki noises. And her last one was search online for the easy direction to make your own tigger tails to help console your devastated child after they realize they've changed the recipe. They changed the recipe? Yeah, you know, they they? they they used to be dipped in the, the candy coating, the, mm. the colored candy coating. Okay. And now they're rolled in that orange sugar. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So they're like peeps. Yeah. But actually, I think we have an article on the blog somewhere about how to make your own Tigger Tails. <laughs> okay. So, www.disunplugged.com. There's my plug for the show. Yay. How can we get through a show without that? 20, 26 times now. A Diz, Disneyland tradition. <laughs> yes, it is. You know, Tony's got his fresh. I didn't say it. I, but I don't say it every episode anymore. Mostly. <laughs> Mostly. Mostly. All right, we're heading up I-5. Two, and then taking over the 99. There you go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> to Compton. Yes. <laughs> All right, my turn. Okay, I'm going to read this email, even though she got my name wrong. Uh, this is from Tink Collector, who already gave us our T-shirt size, just in case, thinking positively. <laughs> uh, this is from Marla, who is Tink Collector on the boards. I thought this would be a difficult decision on what tip I would share, but alas, this was pretty easy when you read my choice. My favorite and best Disneyland tip is... Do not miss the flag retreat ceremony at 4.45 p.m. It's actually different times depending on when the sun goes down. In the hub in front of the train station on Main Street. Watching the Color Garden Band come out 
and respect our flag and country makes me so proud. At the last two ceremonies I watched, another part has been added. A brief announcement of sorts, whether it is music or some kind of audio, plays in announcing each, each branch of our military. At that time, any present or past military personnel are asked to, to join in the ceremony at the center around the flag. After they have all gathered, the leader of the color guard thanks them for their service and sacrifice. You can't help but have a tear in your eye as you see these people of all ages standing at attention with their hands all in fists of sorts and their bodies as erect and proud as possible. My son is in the Army. He will be graduating from West Point this May and then on to Fort Bragg in North Carolina. The crowd for this ceremony seems to fluctuate in size. The last time I saw it, the crowd appeared to be getting bigger. It does my heart good to see this ceremony and Disney thank our military. It is truly a don't-miss event at Disneyland. I had a hard time getting through that. Sorry, guys. That's okay. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, you can't miss that. I mean, if... if It's if really nice. Yeah. And I think that is the one thing that Walt said always has to be there. Not surprised. Yeah, he said, change my park, but leave that thing alone. Okay, deep breath. Let's head up north further to Wayne. Mine is from Sherry Anderson, who is Diz Me on the boards. She says, and I didn't know this one at all, You can get a flat-rate taxi voucher from the Disneyland Resort area to the Orange County Airport by asking at the services in the front desk at the Disneyland Resort Hotel. The flat rate is $32. When you think about that that, uh, distance and what a taxi ride probably is, that's a really good tip. Something I may have to take advantage of the next time I'm flying down. Interesting. That is a really good tip. It is. Like I said, a lot of these, I've uh, they're not only great, I've never heard of them. (laughs) All right, let's go back to Tony. Okay, Stacy Baumgartner, Stacy Lee on the boards. I love this one. My tip is that if you time it just right, depending on the line length. Get in line for Storybook Land Canal Boats about 20 to 30 minutes before the fireworks start. When the fireworks start, the boats stop, and you can watch the fireworks from the boat. And you will see them from both behind the castle and from Toontown. The one time I did this, the cast member knew that's what we wanted to do, so she made sure she stopped her boat just before coming back into the dock so we could watch them. About five minutes before the fireworks start, they will let people know that the boats will stop, If they don't want to stop, they should let others go on the ride first. It was great. I think that's the coolest tip I've ever heard. That's a great one. That would be a great romantic thing to do. Has anybody ever done that? No. Nope. I thought they would have closed the ride during the fireworks. they close it during the parades and everything? Well, they they do close the ride. They stop the boats, but... But if you're on the boats during the fireworks... That's I'm really, gonna give that one a, I, I figured they just shut down the boats before, you know, well before the fireworks. Right. Now she could just be not telling the truth, and she just stole a hijacked a boat and went out there. But I don't. I trust her. <laughs> I trust our listeners, so I'm gonna assume that this is a good tip because I'm gonna try it. 
Stacy, I apologize. I don't think you're that kind of a person. I think it's a true tip. You ever wonder why those people don't slide off the back of the boat? <laughs> no. I mean, it, well, it's kind of an odd. I mean, if that boat jumped the track, like that Jungle Cruise one. Tracks? They're on tracks? Kidding, go okay. ahead. How can they be? She's steering, isn't she? She's got a hold of the yeah. rudder. <laughs> I believe that would be the start stop button. <laughs> Did I just bust the magic bubble for everyone? Boy, magic killer. <laughs> okay, we're skipping you this time. Now go yeah. ahead. Okay, Nancy. What Another you tip: when you want to don't when you, when you don't want to lose the magic, don't listen to Nancy. Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nancy, go ahead. What you got for us? Okay, this was actually one of my favorite tips. Tips, and this comes from Zara Bear otherwise known as Rachel, and she says, all right, my best tip for Disneyland is a two-parter. Number one, buy coffee at the place on Main Street. That would be the market house. Save your receipt, and you can get free coffee all day. She says it's her husband's favorite tip. Actually, we... So then he gets the T-shirt. So, But it's the regular coffee. The Nescafe? What is it? Actually, it's the the same as the Mickey's Coffee Company coffee. So it, it's hazelnut, vanilla, um, decaf, or regular. Okay. And um, and yeah, just save it. All and throw your cup away. That's one of the common questions. Do I have to bring my cup back? No, throw your cup away. Just bring the receipt back. Um, and then what we like to do is pass it to somebody standing in the long coffee line as we're walking out in the, at nighttime. Okay, but you don't use your fast passes after the time. Okay. No, but we'll pass somebody a free cup of coffee. <laughs> anyway, so, I, hey, fast passes, theoretically non-transferable, but people do but, it anyway. But Actually, I do pass my fast I do give my fast passes away to people if I know I'm not going to use them. All right, was there a second part to that? Yes, there was. Okay. Take some time to sit on a bench and relax and enjoy the sights and sounds. Sitting on the benches on the bridge or over by Snow White's well, you'll be surprised how much you notice. The ducks, the flowers, the castle's reflection in the water, it's all a bit of magic that can be overlooked in the hustle and bustle of a day at the Disneyland Resort. And you never know what characters you might run into by the castle with no weight. We've seen Snow White, Aurora, Fairy Godmother, Mad Hatter, Alice, and more. Truly magical. Because they do that on the little gardens and the little side gardens mm-hmm. on both sides of the castle. Mm-hmm. They have the princesses come out. Yep. I, saw, I think the last time I was there, I saw uh, Fairy Godmother sitting there. Just I think it was one or two people. Mary Poppins and Bert will be on one side sometimes, too. All right, thank you for that, Rachel and Nancy. Uh, my turn again. This is from Tamara, who is pink budgie on the boards. Uh, I'm going to skip her first tip, go to her second tip, because I want to, because I have that power. Uh, if you have teenagers who always grumble about having their picture taken, make up a photo scavenger hunt list before you go. Give points for each item on your list that they find and take a picture with. You can get ideas of things to put on your list just by looking through the photo of the day thread on the Disneyland boards. The more, the more points they earn, the more prizes they win, and encourage them to work together. 
good price suggestions, a pressed penny, a free drink, an extra snack of their choice, and the biggie, no chores for a week when they return home. You win, all of you, you, and you win because all of your children will be in the pictures with no eye rolling. I I just thought that was a fun tip. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. For when when kids get older and they don't want to be in pictures anymore. I'm kidding. Well, and for frequent travelers too, that adds a whole new dimension. Right, right, right. Okay, uh, Wayne. My next tip is from our friend Jeff Giovanello. His board named Jeff and Stacy in NYC. Jeff's tip is the New Orleans Square Mint Julep Stand. He says, the mint julep is an overlooked treat, and I dream about the taste all year. It's like a Dole Whip in that respect, and you can't get it at Walt Disney World or any other park for that matter. It's a must. I agree. I, I love the mint julep stand, and it is overlooked. It's, it's tucked back in the corner there. Those mint juleps on a summer afternoon, that is a nice treat. For folks who don't know what a mint julep is, these are the non-alcoholic versions, and they are very minty and very, very sweet. Very refreshing. I've never had one. I should get one. You can also get them at um, Cafe Orleans. Oh, yes. Ding. That's that's worth the first anniversary right there. You need to say Cafe Orleans. Well, you see, now I like it when she says it. I used to, what's, used what's, to I mean, now I just love when Nancy says it. I was just going to say that. What's the name of that Cirque du Soleil show? <laughs> <laughs> that Irish show? The Irish show. Eerie. I don't ever question her pronunciation. <laughs> I think it's a little ostentatious with Cafe <laughs> but I still don't question it anymore. I've learned my lesson in this year. But she always pronounces things correctly, so <laughs> I've gotten over it. You can tell me to pronounce my name differently, and I'll trust you. That. And at this point of the show, we're going to announce our bloopers reel, which will be on sale in the lobby as you leave the theater <clears throat> for five ninety nine. All right, we could probably sell it to raise money for Give Kids the World. Now there there's go. an idea, there Tony. Do you have another one? Uh, yes, I do. Awesome. Go and for it's, it. It's, it's a tip that I know, so I know this, but I know really? so many people – Yeah, I actually do know some things about Disneyland other than where to eat. Um, I know. I'm the, the one who doesn't know everything about Disneyland group. But there's a lot of us listeners who don't know everything. So um, I, I'm their demo. They're my demographic. Okay. Even though I live close, you think I'd know more stuff, but I have you know, short-term memory loss. Tip, tip, Anyways. Tip. Oh, the tip. Oh, you missed it. Okay. Carrie <laughs> Walker gave uh, this tip, which I think is a good another one to share. And Pixie Wing 71 on the boards. Yay. Hi, door. Carrie. She's a friend. Okay. Hi, Carrie. Okay. Uh, no, she can't win. Good. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. She was actually um, one of the very first Dizzers I ever met after I joined the boards. And, anyway. she'll, and she'll still speak with you? I know. Why. I haven't seen her in like forever. That's there you go. <laughs> Explains but, a lot. Okay. Okay. Th- this tip is one that a lot of people know, but I think it's good to reiterate. It's about the Dole Whips and using the inside line for the Dole Whip stand. 
It's usually shorter, and you don't have to watch the Tiki Room show. You can simply walk back out after you have your tasty treat. And it's one of those things, as you walk by and you see the line of 35 people outside, and you'll kind of peek in, you're like, these poor 35 people. There's a line of five right inside. And you can see the line of five right inside. And it always just, my heart goes out to those 35 people. So don't be one of those 35 people. Go inside, get it, and you can get back out. No, I think it's we'll just see the tiki room. Don't we'll be like the tiki those show. Yeah. cranky people. That was always one of my biggest pet peeves in Florida. It was the people who would go into the tiki room and get up like within the first song or two and walk out, oh, drag well, their not- children because they thought it was a waste of their time and crazed touring plan. Hey, <sighs> I forget that the tiki room is the only place in the park where you can have something to eat or drink during the show. That's right. Okay, Pixie Wing 71 and me are okay with the Tiki Room. We like the ride. If I just want the Dole Whip, I'm going in the five-person line and getting out, <laughs> going somewhere else. If so I want to go see the Tiki it. Room, I'll go see the Tiki Room. Getting the Dole Whip does not make me, force me to going into the Tiki Room. I could do them both separately at different times. Okay, thank you, Carrie, for that tip and a reminder <laughs> to everybody else. Don't be one of those 35 people outside. All right. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Carrie. Uh, Nancy. Oh, geez. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with something else that people can... Oh, there is one other place where people can eat or drink in a show. Come on. You don't have to do a segue. Just... No, no, I'm segueing just because that is my next thing, actually. Okay. And Tina Gillum, otherwise known as Billy Fan on the board, see where I'm going with this one. Hello and congrats on your anniversary. I enjoy listening to the podcast when uh, I'm you're cooking just alone in the kitchen. Sh- there we go. That's a gratuitous thing. Yeah, Here's my Disneyland tip. My absolute. That, that's a good way to get your email read on the show. <laughs> Kiss the team's butt. <laughs> Not quite. But here's her Disneyland tip. My absolute favorite thing to do in the parks is to catch a Billy Hill and the Hillbillies show. Yeah. I found that the best way to get a good seat is to arrive as the show is ending. As the crowd is filling out, make your way up to the front and grab a table. You may have to wait for an hour for the show to start, so we use this time to have a snack, play cards, etc. Instead of going back to our hotel for a break, we take it in the horseshoe. <laughs> Wrong. Cake in the horseshoe. Wow. Okay. Anyway, but she's right. You know, one of the things they do is they have a full lunch um, counter service. You can get fried fish. You can get chicken strips. You can get that big old hunk of mile high chocolate cake. Love that cake. thing. Yes. And also ice cream sundaes they have too. And my God, Billy Hill and the Hillbillies is. One of the best theme park shows you're They're ever funnier than us sometimes. Oh, my God. Yeah. They are absolutely great. And when they pull the audience member, yeah, uh, the only bad th- thing about her tip is, you know, getting a seat in the front. Yeah, if you do that, you may be victim to the being pulled up on the stage. So consider that when you're choosing your seats. But it is the most foot-stomping, hand-clapping good time you're going to have in the park agreed it's fun and it's air conditioned and just be uh be sure to check the times guide because billy hill doesn't play every day so right most i mean i think they're 
five five days of the week or something like that. And you can and actually one of the things to tell people too is there's tables upstairs. So if you don't see much on the floor, go up because there's probably something. All right, thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Tina. Uh, my turn. This is from Heather Mitchell, who didn't give us a screen name. So I'm just not going to read it anymore. No, I'm playing. Um, Here we go. My best tip... My best tip is simple but can go a long way. If you love Disney or have a question, talk to a cast member. Okay, that sounds odd, but in many locations, such as the lobby for Mr. Lincoln, you will find cast members walking around near displays and exhibits. Many of these cast members have worked at Disneyland a long time and have a great knowledge of Disney and the park. Sometimes we had trivia-type questions that had bugged us for a while, sometimes just random questions that popped into our heads, but often we get great answers, tips, and information that really made our trips more memorable. Especially for me, when a simple question turned into a mini-tour of the gallery with information about artists and ties to Disney I didn't know before. Some rides and places lend themselves to the ability to chat with cast members well, like the automobiles and carriages that tour Main Street. Many of the drivers have been at the park a long time and are so much fun to ask questions of and talk to, especially about the parks and, of course, about the horses. Sometimes cast members are very busy. Sometimes it depends on where you're at. But never be afraid to ask a cast member a question. If they are busy, often they will find someone to help you. From what you think the best dessert in the park is, where can you, uh, can you find us the funniest jungle cruise skipper, or even the most important thing, where's the nearest bathroom? It's always fun to chat with the cast members, as you never know where a polite word and a simple question might take your trip. Keep, your mi- keep in mind that they're working. Don't hold up lines. Be polite. But even a quick question might change your day at Disneyland. So my tip is when in doubt, or do you just have a random question? Ask a cast member. Very, very true. Yep, I mean, they're, they're, they they get bored just like you do, and if you have something fun to say or something fun to talk about, they'll, they'll probably talk your ear off, I would think. I completely agree. I've always found all the cast members to be very receptive to guest questions and comments, and they like interacting with people. It, it does help them along with their day too and makes it fun for them that's part of the reason people go to work for disney people come from all over the country and all over the world to work in theme parks and you know we're no exception here too and oh i've got a factoid my new word for the year too disney's ding i was in the orange county register in the wherever the jobs were put, there was a full art, a full um, ad about working for Disney from in color from Disney. Work for Disney parks, and do you have? Do you want to experience the magic? Whatever. I just found that interesting that there. So they look when we talked about the, the news story earlier, way back five hours ago, um, that they were um, all the jobs. They're actively seeking out more employees. So I just found that interesting. To actually see an, an actual ad for them. All right, Heather, thank you for that tip. Let's go to who's next? Wayne. My next tip comes from Kit Adams, who is Raftislander on the boards. 
And Kit's tip is, if you are traveling with kids and don't get to Anaheim until late in the afternoon, like I do almost every trip, sometimes it is hard to justify using a day of your admission pass for such a limited time. Stroll through downtown Disney, then take your family to dinner at a character meal at Goofy's Kitchen. The kids will feel like their Disney vacation has started even though you have not set foot in the parks. If you have really young ones, you can get them to bed early so everyone is ready for rope drop the next morning. Slightly older kids might enjoy viewing the fireworks from the Esplanade or your hotel depending on where you're staying before bedtime. A similar vacation stretching trip can be done on the other end of the vacation with a character breakfast if you have a flight that leaves late morning. This is a great tip and has become one of my standard things to do now. And with downtown Disney expanding, with the hotel construction now finished and all the great things there is to do now, this is a great first night destination before you get into the parks the next morning. I really like this tip. Thank you, Kit. And and if Kit does the decides to do that next time they come and they're looking for someone to go to Goofy's Kitchen with them, in my family, I'm the only one that likes the character meals. So I always wanted to go, but I can't go by myself. So I'm, I'm just saying. Okay, you, Wayne? You and I'm me. Go- I love them. Yes. My, I love Goofy's. <laughs> I and even love like storytellers. Well, yeah, and you want to prove that I'm not just making this up. I talked to my son this weekend. I said, okay, hey, do you want to go to brunch on Sunday? He's like, well, I was thinking, you know, we'd go back to Disneyland. And he's like, characters. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> we'll go somewhere else. I like the characters, but nobody else does. So, anyways. All right. Let, uh, let's do one more round. Tony, you got another one? Uh, yes. And I got a couple good ones. You know, one, it's a round. That means you'll get another turn, Nancy. I know, but oh, I mean, you, I got like three more really good ones. I don't, I don't put it past you to somehow put five of them into one. So, okay, one round. Okay, this is Kristen K. Peterso on the Disboards, and this is a tip that I knew myself, so I really liked it because I was like, that's what I try to tell people to do too. I don't know if it's working right now because of the construction, but. If the line at the ice cream shop on Main Street is really long, look across the street behind the fruit stand. There's a small ice cream window at the end of the alley. It has similar Sundays to the place across the street, but usually a shorter line. Beware, it is not open all day, but it is worth checking. I always look at the Main Street ice cream shop, and then I immediately look over there. Great tip. But now the tip is not going to be valid. Well, yeah, it doesn't work for the next couple months, but yes. Okay, that means I can put another one in for... Tony's not valid tip for the next couple. No, months. it's yeah. still it's still <laughs> valid tip. Nice it's a try. great tip. It it's is a great tip. tip. Once great once Gibson tip. Girl opens back up, it will be a valid tip. Yes, she gets credit. She gets her shirt. Yes, <laughs> and she deserves it. And she deserves it. All right, yes. thank you, Tony. Thank you, Kristen. Nancy, flip a coin. Pick a pick a pick a email. Make someone's day. Make someone happy. I had a hard time picking, but I'm going to go with uh, this one from Rachel Stokes. She is Vowel Mommy on the boards. And her best tip is regarding traveling with small children. Being a mom with small children, I thought this was pretty cool. 
There are temporary tattoos available that allow you to write a cell phone number on them before applying. And then they last for more than a week once applied. Theirs lasted through the airport pool and a week at the park. And she got them from Amazon. The brand was Safety Tat. And they are gender neutral. And she really loved them. And I think that's a really cool idea because you can put it somewhere where it's not necessarily seen, but the kid will know where it is. And so they can say, my mommy's phone number is here. Because, you know, three-year-olds, they don't remember your phone number necessarily. So it's a cool tip, especially if you have a kid who hides or a kid who just takes off. Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> Made my day. I'm going to get those before we go to Florida. They They have places that sell those, but they also have companies that will sell you just the stock blank paper that you can make your own tattoos. Mm-hmm. And I've done that before. I've done that for like fish extender gifts where you can just print out something and it's it's a little complicated because you have to print it and then peel it and stick it. So it might be just easier to buy them, but that option is out there if you want to make a custom tattoo. You know everything about making custom stuff. Yeah, I do. He is Mr. Banner Guy, Mr. T-Shirt Guy, Mr. This Guy, Mr. That Guy. Thanks. He's quite the handy dandy. His wife is lucky. Yeah, she is. (laughs) But then he's very lucky to have her, so. And we're lucky to have him. (laughs) I know, he's like like the extra husband I can't get rid of. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right, is it my turn? It's your turn. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do two, and I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> I will so beat the crap out of you. I'm going to do a quick. I'm going to do a quick fun one because I just want to, and I'm tired of reading. So lucky you, because yours is only three sentences. This is from um, Mary, and she is Mousy Reed on the boards. And this is one that I did not know, and I cannot verify, and I hope that one of you can verify it. My best Disneyland tip is the goofy water fountain in Toontown at the gas station is fun to drink at night. It turns different colors. Oh, really? I, that's what that. Mary says. I didn't know that either. I, yeah, I'm going to have to try it now. I mean, the only problem is Toontown closes early some nights, but... I'm going to have to go out there and see if the drinking fountains in Toontown... When it gets are... dark at like 4 o'clock, yeah, in the wintertime. <laughs> okay. Well, it usually gets dark about 4.30. Well, maybe, maybe, so le- maybe, maybe at 2 a.m. on leap December. day, I will go to Toontown and go. see if the water fountains turn colors. Do you think they, they're actually going to have Toontown open? Mm, yeah, probably not. Mm. Well, but, I mean, they won't be... Shooting off fireworks that late, the city won't let them. But right. But yeah, you're but probably right. The it's extra staffing in that area, so I'm paying good money to be there for 24 hours. Okay, okay. not really, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne, you get the last word. All righty, or whoever you this chose one comes from Natasha Bird, who is. Spiroff Natasha on the boards, and her tip is definitely one of my faves. Ride the Disneyland Railroad first. Mm. 
for Disneyland newbies, it's a great way to get a feel for the layout of the park, especially if you're used to the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World, and to build excitement for the rest of the day. From the train, you will see a lot of the park and be able to point out attractions that you want to make sure you hit later on. Plus, what could be better than starting your day on one of Walt's favorite and most iconic attractions? Natasha, I couldn't agree more. This is what I do every first day I hit the park. As soon as I finish taking pictures of whatever flowers are right before the tunnels... You go in, you take in the the town square area, and the very next thing you hit the railroad, it's a great start to the front of the day. Excellent. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you, Natasha. Were there any tips that you thought we would receive that you that we didn't see? Is there a tip that you have that we didn't see? Not not that we didn't use, because there were tips that that we didn't use, but is there one that you were thinking we would get and we didn't? Mm, going with um, Wayne's thing about the train, I'm kind of surprised nobody mentioned the tender seat, which if you go up to the Main Street Station, if there's a party of two or if you're by yourself, it's a great thing to ask one of the um, one of the porters, conductors at the station. If you if there are two engines which have a tender seat behind them. I believe it's one and three, engine one and engine three. And it's just a little place for two people to sit right behind the engineers. You don't get any of the audio track for the train trip, but you sit and you talk to talk with the engineer cast members. It brings that whole thing of talking to people who have been around the park for a long time. And it's just really, really fun. So I was really surprised we didn't get that one. That is a fun one. I've done that one, too. Lots. Cab ride. Cab ride. They used to call it the hot seat years and years ago. And it is warm. It is definitely warm behind the firebox there. It is a real steam train. When they blow off that steam um, right out past the Frontierland station, yep. What is... uh, Anybody jump in? What is... Even if we did receive the tip and we didn't use it, what is your go-to tip? When somebody asks, hey, do you have any tips or, you know, secrets or things like that, what's what's your one go-to tip? I have one, and it did come in uh, from, from, I think, a couple of people here, but I think it's worth reiterating. And that's, especially if you're a new person to Disneyland or if you're an infrequent traveler, be sure and allow enough time in the park to really see everything. Lots of people think that you can just breeze through Disneyland in a day or maybe two days at most between Disneyland and California Adventure. Trust me, especially if you're an infrequent visitor or have never come before, you're not going to have any problem spending three or even four days enjoying everything there is to see at both parks and around downtown Disney and the hotels that are around the property. Allow yourself enough time to really see and enjoy everything. Tony, do you have one? I it's I got it from a bunch of people. Get there early. You can do and it's the same with Disney World. You get there so you get there right when it opens. From eight to eleven, you can get on more yep. than you'll get on from eleven to midnight. Yep. Get yep. there early, especially with it being a locals park. Everybody sleeps in. 
get there early. We didn't get a lot of tips about California Adventure, but the one tip that I I sometimes tell people is to remind them about the free lockers at Grizzly River Run. Absolutely. I mean, they're hidden back there. You don't really know they're there. But there are free lockers behind the DVC stand there that are, I think, for two or three hours. You can you can store your stuff while you go on the ride. We got we did get that tip. We by did. The way. Yes, we did. Yep. Do you have one go-to tip, Nancy? Um, this was actually one that came in from a couple people. Be flexible. Be open to slowing down your visit. I can't tell you how many people like Wayne said they rush for everything they walk right past some of the most amazing little things and amazing little tidbits you know they pass the Dapper Dans they pass Alice and the Mad Hatter playing you know musical chairs they they just run past everything and they don't you know they run past the animation building as, as somebody else said don't run don't over plan. I think that don't run and don't over plan is kind of the same tip. Don't, it, we're not Florida. We're not Ooh. four parks. We're, we're just a small, simple little place, but there's a reason for that. Cause it's a very special little place. And, you know, if something changes, get rid of your plan. Have some fun. Just let Disney happen to you. Oh, that's deep. That's beautiful. Sniff. <laughs> All right, I am shaking up tickets. Okay. Drum roll, please. Uh, yeah, hold on. Let me let me get my iPod. All right, here we go. I am okay. I have the number. Let me match it up to my list. And this is for everyone who submitted a tip. Everyone who submitted a tip. Even if you didn't get read. Okay. I have the name. I'm going to go pull up that tip real quick and read it to make it even more suspenseful. Very nice. Please stand by. And I will tell you that is a tip we didn't read. Wow. I know. And again, this is for a let me two night, two day stay at the Disneyland Resort, and for a party of four, uh, staying two nights at the Grand Californian, and includes tickets. The only thing you have to to supply is three dates, and that's it. And it doesn't include laundry services. Okay, which are on the the third. Second floor of the um, building. Oh, Story tours. Is <laughs> okay, let's go over. <laughs> let's 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 give this sucker away. And well, we're it. waiting on you. Okay, yeah, here's the tip. To do with this, here's the tip. The tip: ride Big Thunder Mountain during fireworks one night. Use a fast pass a few minutes before the show starts. It's amazing. Thank you. And that is from Julie Bean B I H N. She is Eva on the board. Julie, congratulations. We will be in touch with you to give you all the details. Congrats, Julie. Yay, and I'll see you at Earl's Sandwich or a character meal. (laughs) 
And once again, I want to thank everyone who sent in tips. We are overwhelmed with the love and the affection and the tips that you all sent in. And from such distance, too. We got people from everywhere who sent in stuff. I know. It's been it's been amazing, but you know what? There was one that we forgot. Oh, really? And that came from Evelyn McNamara. She didn't give us a board name, but Evelyn said, "Listen to the Disneyland podcast." <laughs> the only thing she could come up with since she's never been here. <laughs> well, then great I job, think guys, she, yeah. happy she deserves a T-shirt too. just for saying yes. <laughs> I agree. I was like, "Where's Nancy going with this?" <laughs> no. She went the right way. You know, nice, nice job. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Evelyn. Thank you, Nancy. Wayne, Tony, it's been a great show. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, Happy anniversary everyone. everybody. That is going to do it for this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening. Who's got the cake and ice cream? Woo-hoo. I have the ice cream bucket. It's got tickets in it. <laughs>